hello hi everyone and welcome to today's episode of keeping up with our journey it's been so 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 amazing you know the feedback engagement as always before we dive right in i want to say happy valentine's um week or day <laughs> to you all hope you had a lovely celebration of love at least with a boo your family yourself hope it was lovely and of course in the spirit of valentine i do have frederick here with me my husband and we're going to be diving right into our juicy juicy topic for the week hi frederick hi hi everyone i'm here as always (laughs) (laughs) i'm always happy to be part of this always and uh, yeah i'm looking forward to it grand so um we're going to be talking about you know well last week we two weeks ago actually right yeah we started off with like talking about the car in our marriage and if you don't get the gist you need to go listen to that episode because it was fully fully loaded and we're not going to do too much of a recap on here but moving on we're going to be continuing from that and trying to talk about how exactly do we maintain this car in our marriage this ferrari bugatti range rover g-wagon spec car that we have in our marriage <laughs> whatever it is yours is <laughs> yeah whatever yours is so um let's get right into it so last week we stopped at you know talking about looking at the dashboard and identifying the cars identifying the car that you have in your relationship which is a function of the two personalities that come together mm-hmm. we talked about how do you do you read the manual how do you apply the manual to the car that you have and today we're going to be talking about how do you maintain the car in your marriage which is your relationship okay so the first question i'm going to ask frederick is how exactly do you relate maintaining a car to maintaining a relationship oh i think the well yeah it's a, maintaining the car is quite simple it's in a, in a literally right yeah so but I, you know i can see the link with maintaining the car and maintaining the relationship but maintaining the relationship is like it's a whole lot of things yeah. it's a whole lot of spectrum of of things that is involved there um but what i would say is uh if you if you take the analogy of the car and the relationship uh, within the context of relationship though uh, you see that there's going to be a daily routine of things you can do to maintain the car. There could be some that is monthly, weekly. There could be some that is yearly. And there's some that could just be ad hoc on the need to basis. Yeah. And, and I think what we're going to, you know, what will be useful is to know, uh, to, to know what you can do daily what you can do weekly, what you can do monthly, what you can do yearly to maintain the car, yeah. men- which is also similar to maintaining the, the relationship in your marriage. And also that whatever you do is not just about the activity itself, it's what is fueling it. It's the value you place in the car will determine how much you are sensitive to these things or the need to maintain a car and all of that. So that's kind of it's similar to kind of refueling your car every day, or no, not every day actually. If you drive a lot of long distances uh, or mileages um, in a short time, it means you're going to consume a lot of fuel, so you have to replenish your fuel, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you're if the 
the wind, the wiper fluid is down. You see it on your dashboard. You try to so it's down, but then if you if you if you don't care about the car and you're not sensitive towards on your dashboard, you will not see that. Oh, the fluid is down, right? Okay. Yeah. So so there's a lot of you know things. Okay, so you know. if we come down to like daily maintenance, yeah. how do you like talk about it? Because you said something like well, let's not say daily. Let's say routine maintenance. Routine, yeah. So, if you're using routine maintenance, I hear things like foiling the car, using the right foil is very important, yeah. knowing, um, you know, is it full, are we going on full tank or are we running on empty? So, if, in terms of paying attention, knowing when the tank is running low and yeah. when to refill and not, if you're not paying attention to the dashboard, it's possible for you to, you know, have like an empty tank when you're in the middle of the road. Yeah. So, the way I see this is maybe um, if there's a season in your marriage or maybe something is coming up, you're going on a long trip. Before you go on the trip, you have to proactively make sure that you're fueling the car. Yep. So, that could mean if you're expecting like a change in your marriage, you're you know having like a life change, you're moving houses, mm-hmm. you're expecting like a baby you are what are new things can happen changing job changing jobs changing careers exactly these are very very like big life changes yeah. that would require maybe it's like a, a, a long trip so you need so, a plan yeah proactively you need yeah. to make sure am i refueling this and how can you actually refuel so 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 let me let me there's something that just on a personal note i so whenever i'm trying to travel to london mm. or travel to very long distances two three hours I used to go and check the tire, mm-hmm. make sure that you know the tire pressures are okay. Uh, make sure that there's a lot of fuel in the tank. Mm-hmm. Um, the oil. The, well, we don't really ch- check, check oil, oil that much a year, but if it's, I clean the car, yeah. remove all the debts, you know, the car make the car smell nice, mm-hmm. so that I can enjoy the trip. The trip. So it's a, it's similar in 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 our marriages and our relationships to just try to to deweed some sometimes you know clean um, and refuel and when, when you say refuel I I actually um, think about that in terms of like emo, emotional bank accounts which we're going to talk about yeah, later yeah. on but I also see it like um, love languages oh, pouring yes. in love yes so. If so, so yeah, it's very, it's a very interesting thing because when you say maintaining of the car, that's why I was like in the beginning, I was like, wow, this is really deep. So I'll give you an example now. So let's say maybe it's, it's going to take us back quickly, but then to to get clarity, you have a car, whatever the model is. Now, the car you have a value, you value it, right? You value this car. If there's a crash on the car, you're going to be annoyed, right? Mm-hmm. It's a dent in the relationship. You're not going to be happy, right? It yeah. has an effect, right? And so because you care so much about the car, so you're very sensitive to a lot of things in the car, right? The dashboard. Mm-hmm. So if you care about your relationship, you'll be sensitive to a lot of things in the relationship. Yeah. So when there is when your spouse is not happy, you don't know why, or maybe she's going through a moment, just being sensitive to those things, and that includes knowing a love language. Yeah. Okay, oh, maybe it's not smiling now. Something is wrong. You try to probe and find out, right? Yeah. It's similar to like, I'm going to mean it, this sign on the dashboard, what does it mean? Something's not right. Yeah. I need to find out what it is, and I'll start to do investigation, right? Yeah. Now, 
in some cases, not paying attention to the dashboard to know when the sign to refer a car. Almost one, one, one that used to happen to me regularly is, you know, the pressure, when the pressure of my tire goes down, yeah. right? I see the beep on the dashboard and says tire pressure and everything. Now I can open the door and just look at the tire and say, oh, it's still there. I can still drive it looks around. Good, yeah. Looks good. Looks you know, good. It doesn't look too flat. I don't have the time to go to the filling station to get a tire pumped and everything. Yeah. And I always keep driving. But as I'm driving, every time I get back, I turn off the car and turn it back on. The beep sign, I will mute it, right? But every time I keep driving, the tire pressure goes down until it goes flat. That is a clear example of not paying attention to the car. And it gets to the point where you can no longer drive the car. Yeah, and, and it comes to a complete halt. Halt, yeah. And that is what happens when you do not have... It's linked to how much you value the car, and that links to how you pay attention to mm-hmm. your relationship, how much you value your relationship, yeah. and to what extent you pay attention to the relationship, and how quickly you want to intervene when you notice that something is not right, something is not wrong. So all of these is how you maintain the relationship. And it's as simple as, again, love languages, you know, noticing when somebody's not smiling or not happy, when there's a lot of pressure, try to be sensitive enough to alleviate those pressures. And of course, you know, there are a lot of things that we can do or we want to do in our head as spouses, but we can't. We are limited in capacity as well. But at least just that effort to try to maintain and do your bit and let... Sometimes your spouse doesn't want you to fix the problem. You just want to see that you're trying to do something about it because that means that you care and value the car and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So in terms of like routine maintenance, I believe the other things like, you know, having regular sex, um talking about like conversations like difficult conversations like not throwing things under the carpet so being able to voice out or have an like a safe space where you can talk about things that are not really going right or going well um even when you talk about routine maintenance i also think about things like going for conferences or you know watch reading books Ooh, yeah yeah I, I you know me i'm a big fan of reading <laughs> books listening to podcasts yeah, yeah, um yeah. about you know marriage and i know you're not necessarily a book fan or you because you're like eh, it doesn't apply to everybody well, i think yeah i think everybody has different ways of assessing resources so again you're very right uh, babe about the uh the resources thing mm-hmm. because part of maintenance is um for instance there's some things i will see for the first time in the car dashboard I'm like what is this i don't know what it is mm-hmm. right so i will not go and start to look for the man or books or something now not all books and marriages really apply to every marriage but yeah. you just distill what is useful for you right yeah. Yeah. so so things like going to seminars even watching some videos videos that you can trust and even having somebody that you are accountable to is very very important i'm not saying you should be accountable to everybody Mm -hmm. just have somebody that before you react in a way that damages the car even further Mm -hmm. which is your relationship in this Mm -hmm. case you can bounce off your thinking to somebody you trust to your thoughts and then the person will make it like okay you're not crazy what you think you can that's right but you can do it differently and then that would help and enrich that would help you in the daily 
uh, routine maintenance of the yeah. car and even just having a forum as, as, as well where you can just people that are going through something similar you can just bounce off them and just like oh this is what I'm going through it's like when you have you know when you have baby kids there's a way they put pressure in the relationship between spouses yeah. and you would think it's just you but some other families have gone through it sometimes leaning into their experiences to see how they dealt with it can also be very useful so all of these little things so there's a, that's why I said there's a wide spectrum of things you can do in terms of routine maintenance yeah. of your car and your relationship in this sense I think washing the car is also like very important <laughs> some people wash car, their cars like they go out on dates they have picture perfect moments yeah. however do you clean the inside so of the, the car, car. Yeah. so like how are you cleaning the inside of your car and one of the ways you can actually do that is by having like regular conversations about things yeah. rather than throwing them under the carpet are you are you um bringing those things up are you talking about it are you and, and I'm very very key on a safe space um and maybe we'll talk about this like in another um episode about vulnerability in marriage yeah, yeah. um the fact that you're my husband doesn't necessarily mean i find it easy to be vulnerable with you yeah. vulnerability is a thing that's created when the safe space is it's, made yeah, available yeah. and it takes a lot of intentionality to do that so in terms of routine maintenance i feel like that's something that needs to be done and there needs to be a lot of intentionality in creating that safe space um in in um, in our marriages to make sure that we are not just looking pretty outside and taking beautiful pictures but also inside the house we are we can sleep on the same bed yeah. we are not you know sleeping and one person facing this way how you fight <laughs> yeah and the other person facing the other way yeah. and yeah that's a very very beautiful point you just brought up there how you fight like i keep telling frederick that i'm talking to you like you're not here i keep, I keep saying to you that i'm not really bothered about what we're quarreling about but i'm more concerned about how we fight you know because there are some people who fight and burn the whole bridge like destroy it like i don't care they yeah. use like uh, well i can well i must admit that sometimes i can be like that but uh, everybody's uh, they're all going through a process isn't it but what i would say is is right it takes a lot mm-hmm. right to create the safe space to have difficult conversation difficult conversation is not easy in marriage and maybe not maybe it's easier for ladies but for men with our ego sometimes over the roof it's very difficult to have very yeah. difficult conversation but i think it's something that we learn we grow into being able to accommodate that and let that happen for the simple reason that we value the car yeah. that we have yeah not not necessarily because of anything but because to show you that you value, value this car. car yeah for the simple reason that you value the car and you want us to have the best experience in the within the car in our relationship to get that destination and live a fruitful life and fulfill purpose we men some some men no, no, I'm growing into it every day by the grace of God but is that thing that fuels how much you're able to grow into suppressing your ego mm-hmm. and creating the safe space to have difficult conversations. Yeah. 
yeah it, it takes time it's not something that's gonna happen once so i think we as women sometimes or whoever we need to manage expectations on when we finally arrive there like getting a man to accept that it's a lot though. you are messy <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. yeah that that's that's something that i feel should be done and also in terms of maintaining the car um it's also very important to know the person's like apology language Oh, <laughs> you know, I know we're talking about love language apology. Like, how do, how does this person like to be apologized to? Because sometimes you have like road stops, yeah. Like you you stop to like check what's going on. Like maybe something is wrong with the car. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you park to like check what's going on. Yeah. Then the 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 earlier you move on, like from the see hard shoulder right yeah the yeah the actual, oh yeah, yeah the, the, the earlier you move away from the or oh, go back into driving again yeah. it's very dependent on is yeah. everything fine it's everything fine yeah can yeah. we move on can we move on now yeah tire, but, is the tire okay this thing i've seen on the dashboard is it something that can easily go yeah but, but many, many many a times we spend so much time in, in the hard shoulder or spend so much time packed on the side because it takes to like when it comes to maintaining the car or sorry driving the car or the car working it takes two of us to make sure that the car it takes two people to even have a car yeah exactly so if you don't apologize if we have a big fight and you're not apologizing or you're forming um i can't say sorry do you say sorry yes i do oh <laughs> yes, I do. You have to be the one that struggles to say sorry. Yeah. Like it's very difficult yeah. for it to come out of your tongue. Yeah. But like, what I mean is, it's not just about like some people just say sorry. I beg, you know. Like I've said sorry, you know. But like, how, how are you apologizing to that person to make the person like okay, let's keep going on this it's, journey? It's, it's not. It's not more. It's it's not about what you that you say sorry is whether. Is how the person feel about when you say sorry. Yeah, how the person feels. Even the thing you're even quarreling about. Yeah. Like, if we're f- like now, okay, what are common things we we argue about? Offer. Yeah, of course we always. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, arguing about offer. Offer is our daughter, by the way. So if you're quarreling about offer, right, and you're like. I want to smack her. He said, "No, don't smack." <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, you need to like dialogue rather than beat or you know, we're not gonna go there today. <laughs> But what I'm saying is, if we're quarreling about or we're having an argument about Bella, it's for me, it's more about how are we having the argument? Are you insulting me? Are you calling me you mad woman? You crazy idiot? You, you know, I mean, not like I would. <laughs> that doesn't even allowed here. But how how do you how do you fight? Do you fight and then you guys can't talk to? talk to excuse me you guys can't talk to each other anymore like you burn the entire bridge down like and that's my my thinking on we can disagree but even in our disagreement we also need to make sure that you know we can come back together have a normal conversation and you know move on from it quickly and it's not something like i said that happens today you're you're growing to it Like as you mature in terms of communication and being intentional about yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> so I feel how we fight is a very very important way where we can maintain the car because it keeps it going, it keeps it running. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I know I've we spent so much time on that, <laughs> but something very very important that you know we've talked about so many things like routine maintenance, but then there's also a need for us to have like those um, milestone checks. 
MOT in our mm. relationship exactly. So in the UK, I don't know about other places. There's something called like MOT. MOT, yeah. Where you take your car to the to the garage. Garage, yeah. and yeah. it has to pass yeah, the, the MOT roadworthiness. Roadworthiness. Yeah. So if your car doesn't, when you take your car there, it may, your car may be running smoothly and amazingly, like you know, doing everything you should do. But functional. When, yeah, it's functional. But when you now get there, they're like, oh. Frederick, this is not working. Something, something, brake something. Part, the engine, this, the brake pad is this. Yeah. It, it wasn't obvious when it, you drove. Yeah, there, I yeah. mean, it was smooth. You, you didn't find, you didn't have any issues with it. Yeah. So if you now put that in terms of relationship, in terms of like the the relationship in your in your marriage, how does it work? So, in this context, right? Um, it's a very interesting question, by the way. MOT. In the context of marriage, mm-hmm. or relationship in our marriage, is something I I would encourage. Every not because there is there is an obvious problem or the car is is broken down or everything. It's just to see the roadworthiness. So you go to or someone like a counselor, and just have a chat with them and just be a very honest and open conversation. Now, what this counselor can do, they will see what you people are not seeing, what mm-hmm. you people are accommodating what you perceive to be normal and okay yeah. they might see it and tell you that at the end of the conversation they might tell you don't you think that if you continue like these are some red flags that are not very red they are still amber yet yeah. but they'll become red flags and they will cause problems down the road and so though within the dynamics of your marriage everything might look okay pressure is building up slowly resentment is building up slowly but it's not gotten to the breaking point yet Doing MOT might tell you from the, you know, the kind of, from the, the details of the data that they will get that, okay, there's a problem or there might be a problem. It doesn't mean that your marriage has failed or crashed or your relationship is broken down, but just telling you that, okay, this is what you need to nip in the bud right now so that you can keep the engine. I think it's a more of a precautionary uh, step that is very, very needed and essential and part of the whole routine maintenance package really yeah. that you need it's, to it's do a pro, it's a proactive yeah proactive um, approach measure. yeah and i think it should be done as regularly as possible i think for our third year anniversary we, we did yeah we did we did yeah we did second i can't remember but we did yeah we did yeah and and it's not like when you do it you know you don't have any challenges in your marriage anymore or any struggles it's just that there's that knowledge that this thing is not right. Like when you go for MOT, you don't. They'll tell you this thing is wrong. They tell you that there is failure, a pass year, a failure, a pass year. So where it fails, you have the option because you can't drive. The, you can't drive, isn't it? Yeah. It's not roadworthy, so you have to fix it. Mm-hmm. So you pay for the part, you change it, and your car is fine. Can someone decide not to pay? And you can't drive the car, and if you can't drive the car, it means life stops. Marriage stops. Yeah, but but uh, like with with relationships, some people still like and hey, they've had then they go, but they don't work in it. Yeah, but you see, you see, if you take the analogy to the to the car thing, if you don't work on it, yeah, and you just go, mm-hmm. it's heading for disaster. Yeah, it's the same as saying the car, the relationship. It's not going it's not anywhere. Going anywhere. So you, I mean, I could be driving the car, but then you know, within yeah. any miles, it's not roadworthy. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's something that's very important. And what we did as we did with um, who did we do it? Secret place wives. Yeah. 
and it was i mean i think the money we paid we probably could have gone on holiday or something yeah but i think it was worth it and in hindsight there's still some things that she said that i remember now like i think about it now and i'm like "Mm, okay i've been told this but how can i act it out (laughs) you know it's 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 important it's vital sometimes it makes you see some red flags that you have but you're oblivious you're oblivious to so sometimes we go for marriage counseling thinking that ah the other person they are going to open you are going to show you and then it's you yeah and the way she did it i think it's very very important also the kind of person that you you choose to go yeah, to, for yeah. to for the marriage counseling for us we wanted someone who um, came from like a christian that, yeah that knows the foundation of marriage yes because yeah. it's, it's a christian marriage you're talking about here it's not like any any of this feminism man and woman equal all these kind of things so we just needed someone who will come with that background of um like a christian marriage but yeah. you can find anyone out there um, there are quite a lot of good ones. Simbis was also another good one that we did. That, yeah, we did that before. Before, we yeah. So, of course, all these MOT checks are very, very important. It's not something for you to... um, What's the word? I think, yeah, I think it's a very, it should be a very integral practice in, in, in a marriage because if you think about it, it means that... If, if you think about the analogy with a car now, it means that you, every year your car is roadworthy. And there's nothing better than having your car being roadworthy. It means that your relationship keeps growing from strength to strength and it just keeps going. It doesn't stop. It doesn't break down completely. Yeah. You know, there's always... Well, I understand that you cannot, you cannot, you cannot always meet all the, unrep- on the, all the needs 100% of the yeah. time, but at least you are... Most of the time, you are... Everything's in good order. You're moving on, and everything. You ask, a, you we were having. There's a point you make it about. What if it's one sided? Yeah. What if it's one sided? What if it's just one person that cares about taking care of the car? Like for me, I feel like with the actual automobile that we have, or automobile is that what it's called? Very cool. Yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I am the one that cares about the cleanliness of that car. Yeah. Yeah. You you care about the how clean the car is and the inside more than I do because. You know, you're like, oh, when I enter the car, to smell nice, to feel fresh. Yeah, like I just feel like when yeah. you enter the car, you should have that sort of ambience. Yeah, well, is it ambience? But, I don't know the word. I just like a clean car. Yeah, I know. So, so, but, 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 if in a set, you know, I mean, that's just one aspect of the car. But if in the generality, like totality, let, let me mm. the totality of the car itself, which is the relationship. It's only what I mean. What you mean one sided? I mean, you care about the internal of the car. I, I do a lot about the functionality, the fuel, the the tires, and everything. Yeah. So collectively, we are looking after the car, right? Frederick. Ah. But there's a point. I, there's a point I want to make. Okay. What I'm saying that is that if collectively for the car mm. as a whole is one sided. Then there is no car. Okay. So that means there are some aspects of the car that you're going to, um, like, not you're going to, but... So if in a relationship, yeah. there's something you bring, okay. there's something I bring. If only one person brings something, the relationship does not exist. Yeah. So you're saying, okay, me, I look after the inside of the car, and you, you care about, okay, is the tire working... It's um the speed, the engine, you know the kind. Of, so collectively, like I bring yeah. something, you bring something, we have a car. But if only one person brings something, 
then there's no car. Get lost. You're trying to validate why. <laughs> <laughs> I get you on that one. Anyway, that's, but uh, yeah, yeah, in summary, um, maintaining the car is very, very essential. It's not necessarily what you just you do once in a while, but it's actually the day-to-day activities that you do, making sure that you're fueling the car properly, you're not using mm-hmm. diesel when you're meant to use fuel. That is knowing knowing your spouse's love language mm-hmm. and knowing the, what the what the person needs. And um, we've also spoken about MOT, making sure you have um, regular checks and um, finding like a counselor and doing it routinely, like maybe yearly. We, I think we did that as a yearly every two years or something. Yeah. And it's it's um it's more important to invest on the th- in the things that people may not necessarily see, um, like all these MOT checks and the rest. It's better for your own safety. So um, that's it from us this week. Um, let's know your thoughts. How are you maintaining your own car, your marriage? How is it going for you? What are some things and some checks you've put in place to ensure that the car is properly maintained and can, you know, take on some really, really good mileage, my mileage before the next servicing? Oh, we didn't talk about servicing. But anyways, we'll catch you up next week, maybe with that or maybe something else. Enjoy. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.